It's Wednesday of the third week of Lent. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. We continue our spiritual pilgrimage to the Roman stations. Today we gather at a church we know already on the Aventine Hill, Santa Balbina, and we make our way to San Sisto Vecchio, which holds the body of Sixtus II, who was St. Lawrence's Pope and spiritual father. A scrutiny of the candidates for baptism takes place here on this day in the ancient church. This church and so many of the station churches in Rome remind us of how quickly and viciously civil authorities can and indeed have lashed out with persecution at Christ's church and her children, even to the point of imprisonment, torture, and death. Now, a church was built at the site during the time of Pope Anastasius I, who died in 401. St. Gregory the Great, who died in 604, transferred here the remains of Pope Sixtus II, who was murdered in 258 along with six of his deacons, including St. Lawrence. At the time of Innocent III, in the 13th century, the basilica underwent a thorough reconstruction. It had to be reconstructed partly because of the ground level. The church was vulnerable to flooding from the Tiber River. Pope Honorius III entrusted the church to St. Dominic, and this is where Dominic performed a miracle and restored a worker to life who had fallen during the rebuilding. A year later, the Dominicans were given Santa Sabina on the Aventine Hill, which they still have. When the male Dominicans left for the Aventine, the place was entrusted to Dominican sisters. The Dominicans here were the first order of cloistered nuns, and they are still here. Behind the apse, part of Innocent's church can be viewed, which has some fresco, and that includes an image of St. Dominic from only about a century after his death. From the Sacramentary by Blessed Idolfonso Schuster, He's speaking about the final blessing or prayer of the people in Mass of the Vetus Ordo. In the final blessing, the priest, as though still moved by the cruel death of Sixtus II and his deacons, who were martyred not far from there, again implores the protection of God, that being freed from danger, we may with an untroubled mind devote ourselves to his holy service. Respect and deference to paternal authority, which is the first of all natural authorities, are the essential conditions and the basis of all social order. The child, and in many ways humanity is still a child, before he can understand, must believe in the authority of those who teach him and guide him. Without this obedience, all education and progress is impossible. If modern society is now beginning to realize all the horror of the state of anarchy into which it has fallen, it must seek the first cause of this evil in the fact that the foundations of social order have been demolished, and that the law of egoism and the worship of the state have taken the place of the Decalogue. As a reference point, the English translation was published in 1929.
The Prayer Over the People in the Vetus Ordo. Let us pray. Bow your heads to God. Grant, Almighty God, we beseech you, that we who seek the grace of your protection, delivered from all evils, may serve you with untroubled minds. Oremus, humiliate capita vestra Deo. Concede quesimus omnipotens Deus, ut qui protectionis tue gratiam querimus, liberatia malis omnibus, secura tibi mente serviamus. Per dominum nostrum Jesum Christum filium tuum, qui tecum vivet et reinat in unitate Spiritus Sancti Deus, per omnia secula seculorum. Amen. As the heart pants after the fountains of water, so my soul pants after you, O God. 